I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a downhill episode of... But That's a Different Story. Where we bring you stories so elevated, you'd need a ski lift to get there. Speaking of elevated, how have your meditation sessions been going? Have you reached a higher plane? Oh, you must have misheard me. I've actually been practicing feditation. That's where you eat a bunch of Greek cheese and fall asleep. You should join me sometime. I wooda if I gouda, Ronald. But my lactose intolerance is so intense that even a sniff of Stilton sends me spinning. I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope it hasn't affected your reporting at all. Well, since my brief stint in the hospital after our human fondue episode, I've switched my focus over to something far away from food. Winter sports. And not just any kind. Much like the strength of your lactate medication, these sports are extreme. So let's hear all about it in today's episode we're calling Better Off Sled. After the Ramada I was staying in, under, in, mysteriously burned to the ground in a mineral meth-related fire while I was out doing a field piece on a field mouse infestation at the Mrs. Fields cookie store in Rockefeller Center, I decided it was time for a much-needed vacation. With the winter months imposing the harsh truths of their temperatures on my body, I decided to go someplace warm to escape the weather. So I packed my thing and booked a bus ticket to Ontario, California, where my recently released prison pen pal Patrice was currently residing. Patrice had graciously offered to let me stay with him for a couple of weeks. He even said I was doing him a favor because he was going to be away for a while and needed someone to watch his place. Something about Malabai, which I thought was a weird way of pronouncing Malibu, but he was doing me a solid, so I passed on pointing out his oral gaffe. Now listeners of this show know that I have a terrible fear of traveling, so before I boarded the bus, I paid a busker at the station to chloroform me hard so I could cruise through the first few hours of the drive in peace. Well, fast forward 42 hours later to me looking out the bus window in pure horror at a bright white winter wonderland. It seemed the busker had mistaken my ticket to Ontario CA, California, for a ticket to Ontario CA, Canada, and put me on the wrong bus. It was no sooner that I had come to this realization that the bus made its final stop. I dismounted the vessel, shivering in my Bermuda shorts and sandals, and looked up at the sign of the building in front of me. It seemed that I had been let off at Down Low to Slope, a seemingly all-male ski resort. As I was making my way across the parking lot to the hotel to see if I could barter for a room in their cleaning quarters until I figured out how to get back home, I was knocked down by a high-speed moving object zooming right past me. Right after I recovered my wits, a man in a tie-dye spandex suit helped me up, apologizing profusely, and offered to buy me a drink to make up for the accident. I agreed, only on the count that I could record our conversation so I could at least get an interview out of this blunder, and he obliged. Yes, I'll have a Maui Wowie, please. Thank you. And you, my good boy, what would you like? Um, oh, shoot, it's been so long since I've ordered from a, a cocktail year. Um, can, can I have a, uh, a, a mint ju- julep? Absolutely, I don't see why not. Uh, one mint julep for my good friend over here. Thank you, uh... I, 
I appreciate it, but I... Uh, of course, my dear boy. I mean, I almost took your life, didn't I? Well, maybe my legs, but... <laughs> but I, uh, I, I, I... Oh, I, thank you again. My, my name's uh, Matthias Spiegel, and I'm recording us uh, on your... Uh, with your permission uh, for, for my podcast, uh, but that's a different story. What, what's your name? My name, my good sir, is Herschel Talkington. Ooh, what a strong name. A strong man. Oh, looks like our drinks are coming. And oh, oh, my goodness, you smashed the mint julep glass with your fist from squeezing it so tight or so strong. Can I please have another and not have to sip this up with a straw off the bar with a broken glass in it? Mm, usually I would say no, but because I... Almost took your legs off. I'll allow it. But watch yourself. <laughs> I, I will. Mr. Mr. Cocktailier, one, one more mint julep, please. And please hand it directly to him next time. <laughs> I know. I noticed you got your drink in a steel mug. They know me here, so they, <laughs> they know what to expect. Yes, you're, you have uh, your initials uh, engraved in, in this steel mug, it seems. <laughs> yes, HT. Sometimes when I get a hot drink, they call me a hottie. Oh, well, actually, can I can I change my drink to a hot tea? That that's sounding pretty good now. Sure, uh, do that. But I'll also have the mint julep after <laughs> I have this. So, yes, run along. Thank you. <laughs> wow, so commanding. So I I have to ask what. What were you doing in the parking lot of, of uh, Down Low Two Slope, zooming by? I, I, I don't even understand how a person can move so fast through the snow like that. Ah, well, you probably didn't notice because I was moving so quickly, but t'was not just I moving oh. so fast. No? Why, well, no, before I was riding my steamed toboggan. Steamed toboggan? It's like steam-powered? Yes, that's right. Oh, Steam-powered wow. toboggan. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure that I know what a toboggan is, but for the listeners, can you please explain? <laughs> oh, I'd be more than happy to. In fact, I'm really trying to spread the word about toboggans and make everyone more aware and get them, uh, in fact, into the next Olympics. You see, tobogganing is a sport much like sledding. A toboggan itself is really just an old-timey sled with the two is sort of... Steam-powered? Oh, yes, steampunked. <laughs> A steampunk toboggan. I, I see you have your little uh, aviator hat and goggles on. And quite the mustache, too. I have to say, I'm very impressed. Thank you, thank you. Yes, it's a handlebar mustache. Uh, I When I first started growing it, it was just round, like a round knob. I mistaken about my mustaches so <laughs> instead of a handlebar it was just a knob so is that for does that help you control your toboggan as you're riding do you hold on to the handlebars of your mustache and use that to steer yes it distributes my weight equally <laughs> as perfectly and it helps i tug on one end and i'll <laughs> pitch to the right tug on the other i'll pitch to the left and and so, well, tell me about the steam power of this toboggan. I, 
it looks i mean you brought your toboggan in here with you to the to the um ski resort chalet uh and it looks like it's kind of just a mr coffee maker on the back of it that it yes it is a modified coffee machine uh that does power this with steam in fact coffee machines as you know are good at heating up water and heated water produces steam my good boy well you know i i hate to be this guy but i I just smell the coffee can i cancel my tea and can i just get a does can i do espresso out of your toboggan is that is that a thing that it can do uh, usually not, but you know what? For you, I can make it happen, and I can use my extreme strength to add the correct amount of pressure to it to create an espresso for you. I, I would, I would simply love that if you could, if it's not too much of a bother. I mean, you did nearly wipe me out. Yes, yes, yes. We keep mentioning that. And... <laughs> I have I yet know. to hear a formal apology also. <laughs> well, sir, I never apologize for my tobogganing. <laughs> It is who I am. It's what I do. It is the great sport of tobogganing. How how does one get into tobogganing? Has this been a lifelong passion of yours? It has been, yes, since I was a wee little lad. I, It's quite a harrowing story. You see, it was a snowy day, and I was on top of a hill. And my yeah, friends were all... S- <laughs> yes, thank you. It was a snowy, Snow? wintry day. Hill. All right, give me a second. Okay, hill goes here. Snow from the sky, right? (laughs) Yes, snow from sky. (laughs) Usually where it comes from. All right. Hill front and center, how should I I pan it? No, oh no, no. Let's do a rule of thirds here. It's not, this isn't a Wes Anderson film. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll say hill uh, on the third left and uh, snow down and a young Herschel Turkington uh, on the top of that hill on his uh, toboggan. Okay. Yes. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Please continue. Oh, well, you see, the twist is that my toboggan wasn't there at the beginning. No. Oh, okay. Hold on. Now I've got to redo the whole thing in my head. Okay. Back to one. (laughs) Let's go. All right. Hill, snow. Herschel yes, snow from sky. Sands toboggan. Okay. I, okay, I'm, I'm set. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> there I was. Now let's actually go into my mind for a second. This is perhaps voiceover. <laughs> okay. I was... Yes, I was having a, a fit of vertigo from being so high atop the hill. Now it wasn't that high of a hill, but I was a wee little lad, so it seemed high to me. And my friends were sledding down this hill... They were using maybe the top of a garbage can, the garbage can lid, or perhaps a, a tray from somewhere, from their homes. Somewhere in the distance, nothing. Oscar the Grouch is cursing them. <laughs> he would he would make a good tobogganist, I think. He has the right weight ratio and proportions. But he'd have to go upside down. <laughs> ah, yes, it's true. And in fact, upside down is... What happened to me on this hill? I I slipped and fell, and I tumbled oh. down this hill, creating a big snowball. With you in the middle? Yes. And it it embarrassed me so much. My friends pointed and laughed, 
and they they built a snowman out of me. Oh, well, I, I, hopefully you didn't take out any mailboxes on your way down, accumulating so much snow. Yes, I did. I tumbled into mailboxes and ran over a squirrel and oh. a little pine tree. It was the quite the mess. Made the um, the tie of the snowman of its ro- roadkill snowman tie. <laughs> yes, everything I had accumulated became part of my snowman costume. <laughs> it was it was like found art. <laughs> what uh, were you? The bottom? Were you the middle? The top? The head? No, I was yes the rump. Oh, the worst part. I see your, I was, your mouth sticking out, the the end being the puckering anus of the snowman. <laughs> yes, that I was, because I myself felt like quite an ass after it. <laughs> it served me right that day. Well, you said it was a piece of art, and how much does art imitate life and vice versa? Oh, all all the well too much it does represent each other. And yes, I was a, a sad piece of art that day. But I found the, uh, the full-size Snickers bar that you swallowed that came up <laughs> from this, all the spinning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was quite the finishing touch. <laughs> It really completed <laughs> the picture. <laughs> so there, so, uh, oh, that, that must have been heartbreaking. Tra- traumatizing, I would have to say, I assume. Yes, it absolutely was. And I, I vowed never to let it happen again. And I vowed to conquer that hill and to best my friends at being a sledding master. But no, 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 I wouldn't use just any sled, you see, for it had to be the best, the most aerodynamic and fastest and old-timey, because I even then loved old-timey things. <laughs> so I, so, of course, got a toboggan. Oh. Yes, I, I uh, you had originally asked for a penny farthing, but... Uh... <laughs> and it went down the hill okay, but... <laughs> it was a little difficult, but, but it wasn't so that to, great. So I got rid, got rid of that. So this your your parents got that for you? Uh, yes, yes, they did. Although I had to work very hard at it. Oh, in fact, uh, how how old were you at at this point? Oh, I was about five years old. Oh, so what 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 line of work does a five year old Herschel Turkington get into? <laughs> Why I would uh, I would go down to the factory with my father every day, where we made toboggans. Actually, oh, how convenient! <laughs> but he still made me work, and I still had to pay for my own toboggan instead of just take one off the assembly line. What what part of the line did you work on? Well, I had small hands, so I would affix the screws. So I was basically the in the middle. The, you would affix the screws of the, what are they, like the sliders to the wood? Yes, yes, precisely. Oh, yes, I guess small hands would be good for that. And how long did it take you to uh, 
I, your dad didn't get a discount? Well, he did, but only for him. Oh, he couldn't give it as a gift for He wouldn't do it for yourself? No, he wanted to teach me a hard lesson. The lesson of work and earning your own keep. Okay. So, oh, again, sorry if I missed this. How long did it take you? Why, it took me five years to oh, earn enough. Jesus. <laughs> how, how many Double shifts my life were you at the time. How many shifts were you working? Oh, I was working night shifts and day oh. shifts and, yes, all, oh. all kind of shifts. Did you have time? Is this an addition to school or did you have to drop out? Oh, I was uh, schooling during work days when I, during my breaks at work, I would pop open the encyclopedia and start reading. You had a on-set teacher, much like in movies for child actors, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. Uh, my breaks happened in a trailer, and out back, <laughs> I would go, and there'd be a, you know, an enterprising young fellow uh, trying to teach me, and I wouldn't really pay attention. I would just be trying to Do learn the, my lines. The bare minimum. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, like, what's a shape, and what's a president, that kind of thing. Triangle. Washington, <laughs> respectively. Ah, yes. uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Almost had me tripped up there. <laughs> oh, so, okay, so let's fast forward 10 years. So now there's a 10-year-old Herschel Turkington which, with a, uh, a fresh, brand-new, off-the-line toboggan. Did you make your toboggan yourself, or did you affix the screws yourself? Did you get promoted at any time, or did you stay on the on the screw line? I became a, a line manager. In fact, oh. I... Yes, yes, I was my dad's boss. <laughs> <laughs> How did that affect the family dynamic when you got home? Ooh, it was, it was tough, I'll tell you that. Uh, you know, being this, the main breadwinner of the family definitely... <laughs> Reverse some roles there. Did you, did your dad ever get mouthy and you have to slap his little behind <laughs> into place? Yes, I did. I, I had to, but uh, I didn't have any leather belts. You know, I just had a a little uh, mesh belt, so it didn't really hurt. <laughs> Very like indie hipster <laughs> belt, <laughs> or like one of the like. Uh, with like the Dickies belts that like uh, hang down very low, <laughs> with the metal tip yeah. actually at the end. <laughs> yes, but I was not as cruel as my father was to me. I spared him that. Oh, that's so kind of you. Well, so he taught me hard lessons, and but I learned to be better than that. And you switched, switched that around, put them those hard lessons right back onto him. That's true, and I also docked his pay a little bit, so. <laughs> I had oh, the last laugh. So you brought family, you you brought the personal issues back to the workplace. <laughs> oh, of course, yes. I can't separate the two. I don't see how anyone should. <laughs> so, bring me to this day. You have the your your brand new toboggan, handmade. Well, not by yourself, since you're a manager at this point, but by your underlings. And uh, and did you did you did you get it wrapped? Did you uh, take it fresh off the line? Did you have someone deliver it to you? How'd you have this work out? Oh, I, I had my, my father hand deliver it to me. <laughs> I crawling oh, yes, on hands was... and knees. <laughs> yes, that's right. I said, you want your yearly bonus, don't you, Pa? 
Yes, he got down on bended knee and and held out the toboggan without... I said, don't look at me. <laughs> Just hand me it. <laughs> oh, that must have felt great. And, and, and what did you do when you got it? Oh, I took it and ran right to the hill. The same to, hill? To test it out. Yeah, oh, yes, it must be the same hill. Okay, now I had wait. to conquer it. Uh, okay, left third of the screen. Was it snowing? Well, no, unfortunately, this was during the summer. (laughs) Unfortunate timing. I know, but I, I, you know, it's when it was ready and when I earned it, so I had to use it. So, okay. All right. Left third of screen, hill, sand, snow, but toboggan present. And now a 10-year-old Herschel Turkington standing atop, looking down, and please... Tell me what happens next. Well, I, as my f- good friends were rolling down the hill, just using their own bodies, I <laughs> Wait, jumped the, on my toboggan. They're just rolling, like, on their sides? Yes, yes. Oh, that sounds like fun. As kids do. Or and anyone somersaulting? Uh, there was one illustrious lad who tried to do that, but... And in fact, he was quite good at it. Oh. Anyone uh, getting put into big tractor tires? going down like that yes yes there were quite a few uh it was kind of like mad max at the time just (laughs) (laughs) just sucking on spray paint (laughs) yes absolutely lighting some of the tires on fire (laughs) (laughs) oh what a scene and there's herschel turkington 10 years old at the top with his toboggan and sorry i keep distracting but uh what next (laughs) I I jumped on my toboggan and started to sled down head first, but because there was no snow, it was hard sliding. So I, of course, went head over heels and oh. tumbled down with toboggan. Became the a big... for fear special. <laughs> yes. I wanted to rule the world that day, but <laughs> it didn't let me. I turned, it turned into a, a grass ball. As I rolled down oh. the hill and took all the sod off. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, it was terrible. Just like before, I rolled over mailboxes and squirrels and little trees. Ended up with your... Did the, did the children make a big mud snowman out of you? Or mud man out of you? Yes, they did. Oh. It was the same, and I really shouldn't have had that Snickers bar before I started. <laughs> and a payday. Yes. Uh, it was not my payday for sure, oh. but I, I wanted, I vowed payback from that day. Yes? How? How did you, how did you uh, get comeuppance from this second terrible situation? Well, I, I told myself I would become the world's greatest tobogganist and that everyone would know my name and they would fear and respect me. And I would have my comeuppance. So let's fa- f- flash forward. So you, you said a 10-year-old Herschel Turkington, dismayed, humiliated, decides to set out to become the best tobogganist. 
Where does that start? Well, of course, I had to go to the snowiest place on Earth, which was, at the time, Antarctica. It's now notoriously not snowy. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. It's all the same snow really from made back a mess then. of it. <laughs> right. Well, I was just a, a little lad, so I, it was very hard to get to Antarctica, but I, I made it. Uh, of course, I had become a bigwig at the toboggan factory, so I used my earnings and chartered a boat to Antarctica and brought my toboggan with me, and I sledded around. It? Well, yes, it was a big promotional push for the You're toboggan. sponsored. That's right, yes, I had a, a jumpsuit with uh, lots of logos all around me, and my toboggan had lots of decals and... <laughs> Yes, I had Coca-Cola, Wonder Bread, you know, I, I had a bunch of sponsors on my toboggan. Trojan. Yes, you can never be too safe. <laughs> Safety first. Trojan toboggan. <laughs> when you really want to zip in there, but not all the way. <laughs> yes, so, uh, and they, they sponsored a... Uh, you know, a, an ending at the the bottom of hills. They would have a big rubber kind of <laughs> barrier guard stretched across the finish line, and to prevent you from going any further. Oh, so you get, end up getting slung into the reservoir tip? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was ninety nine percent effective. <laughs> So tell me, what does training in it? Did you, uh, did you learn from any masters in Antarctica? Toboggan masters? Yes, there was one old toboggan master who had come over from, I believe, one of Shackleton's adventures. Uh, you know, the one of those British explorers who tried to reach the South Pole. They, well, they had to break down their ship to create a cabin. And in fact, when they were breaking down their ship, they created a toboggan to help hmm. them along and... There was an old, old survivor who spent his years tobogganing around Antarctica, and he showed me the ropes. He was my mentor. What was his name? Uh, his name was Thaddeus Goodweather. Oh, such an ironic name for such a snowy place. I guess it is good weather for tobogganing, though. Yes, that's true. It wasn't always good weather for him, as he had to eat many of his crewmates at the time because of harsh weather, but it worked out for me. <laughs> So you meet up with, what was his name again? I'm sorry. Thaddeus Goodweather. Thaddeus Good. So you meet up, you meet him there. You, I'm, 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 okay, picturing my, in my mind now a montage scene, right? Yes. So Just like is... Rocky Four in the snow. <laughs> You're running up steps made of snow. <laughs> yes, Eating, that's right. Uh, penguin eggs raw. <laughs> Yes, dunking them. Yes, opening them in a in a glass and drinking them down. I'm chasing a penguin like I, he chases a chicken. The Benny Hill theme is behind you. <laughs> yes, I don't know where the scantily clad women came from, but they <laughs> they really motivated me. Ah, <laughs> oh, so you learned you learned from the best then. I certainly did. Yes, and uh, in fact, he. 
he really, you know, he inspired me even more because one of our last days together, he got on one of the, an ice floe and drifted away and said it was his time. He was, he was an old man. It was time for him to go. Oh. So he put himself on an iceberg and floated away. That's so heartbreaking. I can't yeah, imagine. but I got to keep his toboggan, so it was pretty cool. Oh, so now you have two. Well, I framed his. Oh, okay. Much. Did, what did it? Did his toboggan have a name? Uh, it certainly did. Yes. What? <laughs> need, need I ask? <laughs> oh, the you next want to question? know? <laughs> what a strange follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you really want to know. Here, I'll I'll go. What was his toboggan's name? Ah, uh, yes, his toboggan's name was Cat Eye. Cat Eye. Oh, is, does that have any significance? Well, uh, he claims to have it. Did have some significance. He said it reminded him of his late wife. Oh, okay. I don't quite connect the dots, but sure, you know. People name things weird shit all the time, so... Yeah. I, apparently there was some, some sort of illusion, illusion there, but I, I didn't quite get it. <laughs> did, your, did your toboggan have a name? Oh, yes, of course. I had to name it myself. When you got it from your yes. father? Yes, yes. I named it. I christened it. I smashed a bottle of sparkling cider on it. Okay. Because You're I was make me not old again? enough. Oh, yes, fine. It was Martinelli's Sparkling Cider. No, not the, t- <laughs> the name of the cider. <laughs> the damn toboggan. <laughs> ah, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> like pulling teeth from you. <laughs> you. You really want to know? I mean, it's such a sacred thing that, uh, I mean, you know, you... between a man and his toboggan... Okay. Well, but uh, I'll tell you. Yes, my I named mine Pink Taco. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I I guess you know you spend a lot of time working in the factory, and you don't have much access to uh, you. You don't have much of a personal life, you know. You have to find mm-hmm. simple comforts and simple things. Yes, I devoted my entire life to tobogganing, so I had no time for from, for relationships and carnal pleasures. No family, no pleasures, no carnal pleasures. So, Oh, yeah. Factory working from when you were five to, what do you say, you were like 15 when you were up in Antarctica? Yes, yes. And so never any relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends... No, no, just my toboggan and me. Oh, sounds like a Shel Sil- Silverstein poem. <laughs> um, my toboggan and me. So, okay, so you, you, Mr. Goodweather departs and you're left alone in Antarctica. And uh, what's, what's the next step for Herschel Turkington? Well, I go on the world-class circuit, of course. I tobogganing? want to, to. I want tobogganing to be to be a big sport, to be a big thing on the world stage. 
Yes, and this is just right around the time when the X Games started happening, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> we were forced during the X Games to anything that had an X, we had to really overpronounce it. It was part of the contract. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> and so forth. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and the rest. So you so you so you're heading the tobogganing uh team for the X game, Winter X Games then. So you're yes, yes. you're trying to get it going along with extreme skiing and extreme snowboarding and extreme luging lu- luging luging uh soft G. Um <laughs> speaking of soft G's you were pulling some hard G's going down. You you broke the world record for amount of G-force going down a hill on your toboggan. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. I In fact, I broke the sound barrier doing it. Oh, my goodness. Sonic boom. Yes. That's what I wanted to name the move. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't that cool, apparently, to the X Games crowd. So I named it the... Uh, well, there was the also gnarly... a lawsuit from... Sega. <laughs> yes, I know. I when I landed, I hurt myself a little bit, and a bunch of rings spilled out of me. <laughs> this is out of your pocket that you were collecting. <laughs> yes, a bunch of gold rings, and apparently that was in copyright violation too. <laughs> so what did you, I'm sorry? I stepped on it. What did you end up naming this move? <laughs> No, it's okay if you... We could have moved on, but... Uh, it was called uh, the, the Gnarly Nautical Nasty Nosedive. Oh, and that's... Because you went down the hill, broke the sound barrier, and went right through the ice at the bottom into the, the water, which made it nautical. And hit a narwhal right. and killed it, which made it gnarly. Yes. As the yes, first toboggan-related was... narwhal death on record. <laughs> and unfortunately, not the last, but... Guinness was there. It's in the books. <laughs> True, I'm proud to be be part of Guinness for, two, for many reasons. two records broken that day. Sonic sound barrier and toboggan narwhal death. <laughs> yes, and as I tumbled out, of course, I did smash into the DJ booth, so I broke a few other records. <laughs> Stop the whole party. People were pissed. Uh, and these were, they were early 90s X Games participants, so they were they were really mad at you for harshing their vibe. Yes, it was it was very tough to to get away from them. Uh but I luckily I was able to I tobogganed away, even in my broken state. And they were impressed. They were impressed by it all. So I think it made an impact. So how does that so so from there, you you broke the record. Did you win any medals the first at this first uh, Winter X Games? Uh, yes, I did. I won. Well, it was a new medal just for me. It was the the tin medal. <laughs> and uh, they, I guess, they boiled down so, or melted down uh, some tin, you know, that they had some tin drinking glasses and. The Tin Man. They gave it to me. From Wizard of Oz, melted him down. <laughs> yes, they, they said, you know, this is... Ho- it's a new era. Hollywood uh, royalty. They're like, 
you know, that makes it that much more special. Exactly. They were sort of passing the torch. And in fact, that's what inspired me to create the steam-powered toboggan. Because yes. the Tin Man is sort of steamy and made of steam. And that yeah, he's hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I watched Wizard of Oz. Lights off. <laughs> Doors closed. Oh, wow. Sink it to uh, Pink Floyd and get busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow, that's fantastic. So, so you go on from there and you, do you dominate the world circuit after that? Do you just keep winning and winning? Well, yes, I do, but I'm the only tobogganist <laughs> winning, so it's pretty easy to win. Not running. And I do, <laughs> yeah, I do annoy a lot of the other sports leagues and because I sort of just jump in there without their knowledge or permission and that i guess uh, there's rules so that's how you can make the steam powered toboggan yes yes i wanted to go extra fast and beat them and show them what's possible and and adding the steam you already broke the sound barrier you know no assistance needed did you break the light barrier <laughs> i did in fact oh, i was going so warp, fast that warp speed wow yes oh yes I, they saw me at the top of the mountain, and then they blinked, and a moment later, I was at the bottom. Oh. They didn't even see me in between. That that must, you know, if you're doing this all the time, that must be why you look so good. Ageless, because you're just going so fast that uh, time can't keep up with you. <laughs> well, yes, that's right. That's how I stay on. It's, of course, the theory of relativity. <laughs> I'm moving so quickly while you all are moving so slowly. It, it works out. Yeah, I'm sure science and stuff. <laughs> Let's see them. Yes, science will catch up to me eventually. So, wow, what a fascinating life. So what are you doing here at this uh, all-men's ski resort down low to slope? And in the parking lot, not even on the slopes. <laughs> Have well, hard times befallen you? It has been tough. I've lost many sponsorship deals uh, just because of, you know, annoying all the other sports leagues so i'm trying to win it back this is going to be my comeback tour so i'm starting slow i'm trying to win the all men's invitational here at too low down slope i mean talk about uh comebacks Yes, I thought there was going to be a, a tubing event, but apparently it's just tubbing, hot tubbing. Yeah, hosted by Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> yes, I thought it was, oh, prestigious. Former New Yorker writer. This can't be bad. But it's turning out to be something else, I'm realizing. <laughs> oh, well, well, you know, hard times hit us all, especially these days. Yes, thank you, but I'm I'm undaunted because I've had hard times before and I believe I'll make it back to the top of the mountain again. Let me think. Third left of screen. Snow falling? No? Yes? Where do you picture yourself? Uh, light, or, you uh, know, light snow, yes. Let's do this. Let's go, Wes Anderson. Put that mountain right in the middle, or that hill right in the middle. Ooh. And uh, we'll do a slow pan, fade in, and uh, just kind of zoom in. And uh, 
we'll see you there. And then it goes fast, and then it shows you right on the top of that hill, arms akimbo, and uh, and Herschel Turkington, a tobogganist tale. That's how we end. <laughs> I love it. That's that's wonderful. And your espresso is ready now, so oh. you can you can have it. Uh, you can have two espressos on me. Thank you. This almost makes up for uh, nearly knocking me down. But uh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your story and uh, for. But that's a different story. This is Matthias Spiegel signing out. <laughs>